Well, hello, everybody, and look at the beautiful sunshine out there. Of course, some inches of snow came along with it. I got uh, the barn shoveled off. I got the gazebo shoveled off, the sidewalk shoveled off, although I did not have time to plow. So luckily, the neighbor across the street came on over with his bobcat and... So he kind of pushed some of the snow aside till my husband gets home. Getting, I don't know, who knows, by the time I get home, I might have to plow too. But I love plowing, so that's no big deal. You know what I loved about this snow is that it's so fluffy that it just, boy, you could whisk through it right away. Carly, did you do a lot of shoveling yet today? I did not because I was actually working at my one of my other jobs oh, this morning. Oh, okay, so. okay. Well, you and where I live, I you, don't have to. You have, people, it's not, you, you have staff to do it. <laughs> exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't do that peasant work anymore. <laughs> there you Just go. kidding. No, I do. Like I said, I don't. There's only been two snowfalls this year that where it was that heavy snow that sucked. <laughs> but now the rest of it. But what is that fluffy stuff, boy? I can whiz through that stuff. I I have got it down to a routine, and we got to shovel out the barns for the fact that otherwise, then I can't raise. Oh, you know the doors, the barn doors yeah. slide. And then if it starts melting, it creates an ice ridge. And boy, you don't want the ice ridge. And so, yeah, I've gotten, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And I use these old shovels, these old plastic shovels that weigh nothing. I got them on for sale at uh, Fleet Farm. It must have been maybe three, four years ago. They were on sale for like six bucks. So I bought like four or five of them. Figured, okay, the plastic, they're going to break. Well, believe it or not, no, I'm still on the same two. I have one up at the, uh, oh, actually three. Because one's at the house, one's at the top barn, and one's on the lower barn. So anyway, so anything new this week? How are the kidlins at school? Um, they were good. A little crazy on Friday. Okay. Um, why? But, do you, what do you contribute that to? Full moon? I don't know. I I don't know. I think it's 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 just that time of year. Oh. I think that you know it's they don't the snow was coming. They didn't want the snow. They just they did be not out. want the no. snow. No, I took a poll. What and kind of kids are those? Out of, <laughs> out of twenty three kids, there were only like four. That really? wanted the snow that was coming. The rest are like, I'm sick of it. I just want to be able to go outside in my short sleeve shirts. And oh, Lordy. Well, I was they can. Like, What's stopping them? <laughs> well, we can't let them outside walked, for recess. I walked for like up that. to the school yesterday afternoon in my shorts and in my uh, Crocs to get Adeline, you know, the cat. Yes. Yeah. Well, you yeah, can so, do that, but we can't. We can't let them go outside. Well, I know. But I play. just, come on, buck up. It's Minnesota. I'm Get just you. letting you know. In, well, usually when it gets 30, we're in t-shirts and shorts anyway. That is true. That but, is true. Oh, those kids. What kind of kids? Hey, you get whip them into shape. I just, I said, <laughs> oh, okay. There you it's going to happen, so I don't know what to tell you. There you go. There you go. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. And then you spunk some news on me that you're actually looking for a dog. I am. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Now, remember, don't be selfish. I'm not. Because if you don't have time to invest. I know. I know. Okay. I know. Don't get a I Don't. One. Trust me. Your voice goes through my head every time I look at an animal of some good, sort. Good. I'm glad I'm so. subliminally on your mind. Exactly. <laughs> Okay. okay, don't forget the gold naturalpetexpo.com. Still looking for vendors. Uh, do you know anybody that does Reiki, uh, acupuncture, acupressure, uh, stem cell work, um, infrared work? Remember, it's also, you know, not, not just dogs, it's cats, it's horses, it's chicken. I'm hoping to get somebody that sells, you know, organic chicken feed and such like that. 
because with my ladies, you know, I want to find out new stuff that are out there for my girls. And uh, so hopefully that, you know, if you know of any vendors and also I'm also looking for vendors that are fun, uh, that are animal related, you know, whether they do blankets, uh, collars, jewelry, um, uh, gifts of sorts. And so, yeah, so just go to GoNaturalPetExpo.com. Remember, that's going to be back calendars May 16th from 10 to 4 at Washington County Fairgrounds inside of Building C. So don't forget that. Say for fun vendors who are, but it's a, it's a place where you can come under one roof, no dogs, no pets, because I want you guys to, you know, are there to learn and not socialize and where's your dog and, and such like that. So, no, this is just for humans, uh, 10 bucks a person and 12 and under free. So, but go, if you're interested in becoming a vendor or just to find out more about it, please go to no, go naturalpetexpo.com. All right. And then also to uh, February 15th, that's this coming Saturday, the Wildlife Science Center uh, up in uh, Stacy now is where they are. They're having a doings and Peggy Callahan is going to call in at five and uh, let, let us know about that because it's a wildlife science center. Remember, Peggy Callahan is like the wolf expert. I've known her. I was thinking the other day, let's see. 94, 95. I think I've known her since 95, 1995. And boy, I'll tell you, she's done some awesome work with the wolves. So, so anyway, so hopefully you got some great questions for uh, for me today. Uh, so remember, you can call in. And now we also have a guest today. We're going to be talking, if you saw my Facebook page, oh, by the way, have you, are you a friend of Katie K9? Uh, that's K-A-T-I-E and then K-9 on Facebook. Please uh, that. And then also Go Natural Pet Expo now has a Facebook page too. So check that one out. So like that, so we can get more followers with that, all right? But anyway, and so um, what what we're after here is that, now you notice that I posted, we're going to be talking about dog grooming. And it's just something that's very, very important. You know, I own two, you remember a three-pounder and a ten-pounder, that I always had shepherd or shepherd mixes, and so, you know, I gave him a bath at home. <laughs> and so I didn't have to have him groomed on a regular basis. And with all the doodle mix, everything being uh, bred to poodles, uh, and if they're not, the coats aren't taken care of. It's a it's a nightmare for a groomer. And so we're going to talk to a, a person that's a professional in her field. Her name is Mariah. Is it? You can turn on your hit your button there, Mariah. Uh, Mariah is a Vosen. It's pronounced Vosen. Vosen. Okay, yes. Vosen. Okay, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and so now you have Heart Space Salon and Spa. Uh, up in White Bear Lake, correct? Yes. Okay, sit closer to the mic there, or bring the mic out to you. No, you can bring the mic, it moves, so bring it on in. And uh, so it doesn't, doesn't sound like you're out in a phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> but because it's it's so important that people just don't, they just think they can drop off a dog and then you do your magic and then they pick them up and all is right with the world. They have no idea the, what you do as a professional groomer what and then how they can make your job easier. And the bigger thing is how to make the pet more comfortable and not less stressed because the coat was taken care of prior you know, I mean, you taught them how to do it with the right brushes and such. And then, but uh, where I want to start with this is, is I am seeing so many puppies that are sheep a doodles, uh, burn a doodles, doodle doodles, <laughs> and, uh, and and right away, and right away, this is a big ball of fluff. And the first thing I do when I go pet them is to go all the way through and check and see how their coat is at the, you know by the skin because some of them just go and 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 groom the top of it and don't get down. But okay, let's say let's back up here. I'm getting ahead of myself, which I always do. Is that um, okay? I've just bought myself a fluffy dog that I know has to be groomed on a regular basis. Okay, let's start out. How what 
do you need from me with a fluffy dog? Going to have to be groomed on a regular basis. Where do I start? Well, ideally, we start young. Okay. Um, we always say early and often. Okay. How early? Are we talking 10 weeks, 12 weeks? Um, we like 13. We say 13, 13 to 14 weeks. weeks. And I love to see them twice by the time that socialization period closes, about 18 weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd love to see them twice. And I and I and ideally, I ask to see them every couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And the first time, we don't even do much grooming. Mm-hmm. I pet them. I feed them some treats. I get to be their friend. The second time we do the nails and maybe a bath. Mm-hmm. The beauty of a puppy is their coat dries very quickly. Okay. So I we're, it's the ideal time to introduce them to to a short session. Right. That doesn't extend past their attention span. Yeah. But, right? And we all know puppies have an attention we, span of a gnat. And then we go back to play. Yeah. But they're getting used to a lot of things. I think people underestimate how many things in grooming there are that dogs don't necessarily just have in their life. Well, we're a, asking a couple them things. to stand on a table. Yep. We're asking them to stand still. We touch them all over. We touch them pretty consistently, and we touch them from every direction. Yep. Top, um, bottom, we, side. We touch them in places that their owners don't necessarily touch them, mm-hmm. just socially. Um, we're using things that buzz and make noise. And ideally... I like to turn, I turn the clipper on, let them sniff it, set it down on the table so they can feel the vibration Mm, Nice. before I'm ever using it on them. Mm -hmm. And I let it run because sometimes the turning off and the turning on is is what actually is more startling to them. So then we also give them chances when they're young, ideally, if we can see them in that that sort of aspect. Right. Before they're older, terrified, matted, and we don't have the option to do the, the introductory. Right grooms when they're young i like to get them used to the table introduce them to some of the equipment do some brushing and then let them be silly for a minute Mm -hmm. and then have them practice calming down a little bit and coming back with me yeah and let's get back to now we got to do this and that's one of the other reasons for the little breaks on the table not just their attention span but let's practice getting Getting that we're doing something here that we need to focus on. Right. And then I will also give you a little break. Fun. Yeah, yeah, give you a little bit of fun. Yeah. Let's yeah. hold on to that thought because we got to run to Brianna. Carly's going, yeah, I'm actually watching the clock. Yay for Katie. <laughs> okay, here we go. You ready? Animals and creatures. Most animals and creatures grow up, but which creature grows down? Most animals and creatures grow up, but which creature grows down? We'll be back. Oh, there goes Carly, getting into the song. (laughs) He lights up on that one. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, okay. Animals and creatures. Most animals and creatures grow up, but which creature grow down? Carly, what are you thinking? Humans. Because we get old. I mean, as we grow up, we go, we shrink. Okay. Well, no? let's go to Mariah okay. and see what she I thought has it to was say. a good answer. There we go. Okay, Mariah, what are you thinking? I got nothing. Got nothing. Okay. What do you got there? Now, now listen to this one, guys. Okay. Carrie. Okay. This is a friend of Mariah. Now, did you hear what I just said? We went to Mariah and now we're going to Carrie. <laughs> hey, Carrie, what's your thoughts? Geese. Ding, 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 ding. Yep. Geese grow down. Huh. Car- you could see Carly's face. 
down. I knew you'd be good at this. There you go. That's awesome. That's awesome. See, if you've got questions for, for Mariah, please, or a question for me, you can please call in 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. And remember, all the shows are podcasts, so you can go to mytalk1071.com. Go to the KDK9 show. And you can listen to all my past shows uh, in case you're driving and you can't write something down or whatever. But like I say, take advantage of having a groomer in, in the house today that if you've got any questions that she will be happy to talk to you about. But in the meantime, we'll keep talking to you. <laughs> so so remember, 651-641-1071. All right, Mariah, we're back. Okay, so we got, so you, you're getting the pup, you're, by bringing me, bringing my pup to you, you know, like when he's with 10, 12 weeks old. And it would be better, like, if I had the time, maybe to try to come over, you know, you know, once a week to get the pup acclimated, depending on the personality of the pup, too. Because exactly. there are some more puppies that are a little bit more worry warts and scared. And this is going to be a regular routine for them to have to come to you. So it would be nice for them to get to know you better. And then you can literally baby step what is needed, you know, between the sounds of the clippers going into the tub, standing on the table and such like that. Correct? Correct. Yeah, because I use uh, in my puppy classes up at Katie's Canines. I have I teach the them to what I call it the go over, where they start at um, the you know first they look in the eyes, okay, and then they go down the side of the face and under the jaw, and then lift off the teeth and you know all the way back, and then and then look in their eyes and make sure they they're not road maps, okay, and then look in each ear, smell the ear, put their fingers in the ear and rotate, you know, in case you ever have to clean the ears out or whatever type thing, and then you go down the side uh, of the and then go down each front leg and in touch the paw and then go down another front leg touch about then go along the side down the back leg down the back leg and then under the belly and then you start at the top of the dog's head go down the spine and out to the tail if your dog has a tail <laughs> so you literally have touched every part of that dog and it's so important once again to do it as a puppy so then when they get older that in case you got to be groomed or you got to cut nails or whatever the dog is used to be or the vets and groomers will be really happy that the dog can actually stand still to be gone over yeah you know so that's it it's a huge thing people don't realize how huge that is it's it's really valuable and the other thing that i've been telling my clients is when you're snuggling on the couch and you're petting pick up the remote control and rub that over your dog oh really yeah and or pick up you know a sock or something mm -hmm. touch your dog with with stuff stuff yeah well that's a good idea and let them know that's normal that happens yeah and then when when we're doing it they're like oh that happens at home oh yeah oh that's a good idea the part of what i love about starting a puppy young is they're so open to it up to a certain age yeah and they're like they're they're basically like oh this happens too i'm Mm -hmm. learning all sorts of new stuff that happens this just happens too and a lot of those puppies that start that young, we never do have a problem with yeah. them. Some of them go through that teenage stage and decide they're going to, and and then, they, but it's not fear, it's... it's Just testing you. It's testing, yep. but we can say, hey, hey we've done this, you yep. know what's going on, and then we don't have fear on top of it. Right. Right. So it yep. makes it very helpful and safer for the dog. Oh, that's it. It's uh, everybody's, uh, you know, it's your job. I uh, We discussed this and we talked once that... Uh, my girlfriend was a groomer, and I looked at her and I said, you're nuts. I could never be a groomer. Save my butt. She says, you're nuts. I could never be a dog trainer. And the thing is, is that people have to train their dogs to have good manners that when they can go to the vet and things are under control. And But a groomer, you really 
really go over the dog. I mean, they have to get in the bathtub. Okay, they got to be, you know, rinsed down and and, and, and shampooed and everything. And then they got to go and, okay, that's a question. Do you bathe them first and then cut them or do you cut them and then bathe them? Ideally. Ideally, um, when they're very heavily matted, very tight, we do have to cut them first okay. because it's hard to get all the soap out. It's hard to get the skin clean when oh. they've got when they've got really tight mats. Oh, that's interesting. But but it's best for the skin, the coat, and for our equipment if we can cut them clean. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the many reasons we like to see them regularly mm-hmm. so they can go straight in the tub. And then we're using the sharp stuff on clean coat. Okay. Um, it's also much easier to clipper burn or or brush burn a dirty dog once the once the coat's clean okay you, you don't um have little pieces of debris in it um it's the, just the coats the skin's more resilient once it's clean it's just it's easier to to burn a, a skin okay before before the yeah i never so, thought of that too the yeah. dogs that are really matted whereas it's yeah. so tight to the skin yeah you got to get a blade that's a sharp object uh, between the skin and that mat right and so that the chances of cutting the dog is high oh high. and then the and then the razor burn and i think everybody you know guys that have gotten razor burn right. you know, on their face and girls that right. have done it also on their faces, on on their legs or whatever. Right, that hurts. It does. And then you got a whole dog that that's a possibility, right. and you do your darndest, you know, to, right. for that not to happen. But now, if you put on top of it that that matted dog is young and has never been groomed before and is terrified, you can pretty much guarantee that there's going to be some level of scrape or clipper burn, and it breaks our hearts. And when they're big, like some of these doodles. Mm-hmm. When they're a year old and that's the first time we're seeing them, that's a really dangerous situation. Yeah. And and there's very little we can do to, to ease the stress. We do everything we can. Right. But it's it's so hard to keep that dog calm and safe, yep. especially when we're dealing also with matting. So that's what we really want to avoid because then that's their introduction to it. Yeah, and you they, know, it's, 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 it's like going to the vet. Experience. They drive up to the parking lot. Oh, that place again. Yeah, you know, because it wasn't a positive experience, and it right. wasn't due to the fact that that you is it, because it brought you a matted dog, and this is going to be the circumstance well you know and, and that's the toughest thing and that's why people that are good you folks if you're going to be buying a dog especially i'm picking on the doodles okay because there's so many different ones that are coming out and they're so the coats are so massive <laughs> to take care of that I, I would strongly suggest that you find a groomer that will work with you like what you're how you're you know, baby steps, okay? But then get the right brushes and then show how to do it correctly. And this is one thing that a lot of people want to do. They want it just like a to- cutting toenails. You know, the dog spazzes out, but they there it's like, me master, you dog, I will get all your nails trimmed. And I'm like, no! no if you could do one worse. nail a day and then like you take a treater or something of high value to the dog and so you double team them, somebody's got the nose and then all of a sudden the person picks up you know, you've desensitized the dog to the clip or, you know, the, the hand cutter that, but where you can put it on, tag it off, turn it on. And then plus that you, I tell everybody, you just take the tip of the nail off is what you do. You don't go and take the meat of the, of the nail. And so that's why, like I say, that if you can get one, you know, there's a treat at the nose and you pick up, just quick at that tip. Yay, you, yay, you, and we're done. You know, don't ever think you can get this done all in one. But when they bring you a matted dog, that's what they expect to get it all done. Okay, we're going to be, we're, whoops, we got to go and we're going to come back. Uh, let's see what we got. What falls but never breaks? What falls but never breaks? We'll be back. All 
break. Thank you for staying with the KDK9 show. I'm here every Sunday, 4 to 6, answering your K9 questions and a couple feline questions. And please, if you got some questions, please call in 651-641-1071. You can either ask a question of Mariah uh, about grooming uh, dogs, something that you always wanted to know. Or if you got a question for me, yeah, just bring it on in, 651-641-1071. Okay, what falls but never breaks and what breaks but never falls? Carly, what's your thoughts? <laughs> I, I got nothing. Nothing. How about you, Mariah? Is it water? No. Uh, All right. Here comes the camp. She's coming in for another one. She's looking at the book. I think it might be night. And day. Day. Yes. I got that one. I got that one. I knew it. Good job. Good job. Boy, Carrie's do it too. Yes. All right. She's saying too close to you. She's looking at the book. So what? No, uh, no, I'm I'm way over here. So what falls never breaks and what breaks but never falls? Night and day. And we're, uh, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to a professional groomer. Uh, Mariah, and uh, she uh, and tell us uh, about the name of I forgot neglected to say the name of your place. What is the name of your salon for the pets? Um, I am Heartspace Salon and Spa for Dogs, and I'm in White Bear Lake. Okay, and then you have a you, your your website's up and coming, but now how's your uh, you got a Facebook right? I have a Facebook business page. Yes. Okay, so say yes. it again. Uh-oh. Heartspace Salon and Spa for Dogs. Okay, and Car- Carly put it. I put it on our website. And we got it on our website, so, so you can go to mytalk1071.com, yes. go to the KDK9 page, mm-hmm. and you can click on it and get to her, her Facebook page. And you can get uh, there, and there's a link to my KDK9 Facebook page. There is. It's, it's, it's awesome to go to mytalk1071.com. So many things to <laughs> click. There you go, I know it. And remember, we stream live all over the world, so if you're going to the, I don't know if you can get us in the Antarctic, if you can get. Uh, computer service. <laughs> I was going to say, if there's internet there, yeah. There we go. Internet there, yep, 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 yep. And remember, all the shows here on my talk are podcasts, so you can go to and listen to your favorite. And this week was really special Thursday. Remember, Alexis came back, and it was really interesting, so check that podcast out, our one, two, and three. It was really cool. It was really fun to have her back, and just her her smile on the radio is, is just so, it's priceless, is what it is. The gang's all back together, so that's always uh, awesome. Okay, so we're t- we're talking to Mariah, professional groomer, and uh, and uh, so let's where we left off as far as now we got a, uh, a a dog that's matted, okay, and then how by people not knowing the, how to groom the coat, and then uh, first of all back up that first to acclimate the dog as possible to a grooming situation, right. you know, bring them in, have you just kind of do your little yeah. stuff and that's a puppy. But now will that also work for older dogs? And do you suggest that I'm not saying now when I say older dogs, I'm saying dogs six months and up. Okay. Yes. Well, and, and sometimes some people don't know. Yep. So we exactly. are starting at six yep. months. Okay. And then it's, I can't do quite as short as sessions, but I still would, would prefer to start with a bath. Okay. Maybe we'll trim a little around the face and feet. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll just do some brushing and not even involve water the first time, depending right. on the dog's fear level okay. and where the dog is. Um, and I always tell my people, whether the dog is young or if the dog's coming to me with a problem, mm-hmm. sometimes they come to us uh, saying that other groomers have chosen not to work with okay. them. Um, I always warn them that that first haircut might not be perfect. Right. The first couple haircuts <laughs> might not be perfect. Right. What I'm trying to do is build trust with the dog get the dog used to various things. I want to ideally be able to stop the process when I feel the dog begin to tense up and Mm -hmm. get stressed and go back to where they're comfortable and work forward from there. 
Um, that takes time. Yep. And so I've actually never had an owner not understand that. All right. I want your dog to be safe. I want your dog to be comfortable. And we're building for future safety and comfort. That perfect trim will come. Yep. Yeah. And that's the thing. People have to have patience because you're doing your darndest to have the patience to teach this dog that, okay, trust me. That this everything will be okay. I'm not here to hurt you, you know. And then, and like you say, working the dog instead of just here. Give me the dog. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Here, sorry. Right. <laughs> right. Know, whereas you truly are trying to help this dog. Right. And that's uh, you know I, I commend uh, commend you for for taking the time that it's just you know you're trying to build that. Uh, build uh, um, the trust, you know, with, with the dog. So that is, right. uh, but the bigger thing too now, okay. You now let's say I bring my dog. Uh, I, let's say I've got an older dog, let's say a year and a half or whatever. Okay. And he's got issues when it comes to the groomer mm-hmm. <laughs> now. Um, but overall he's a pretty, you know, good dog, but you know, but still have his issues with it. So w- now do I set up a time? Like, uh, like, let's say I call, make an appointment like for 15 minutes, you know, for you to do your, you know, your, you know, desensitizing. I have how done does this that. Go? Yes. And I'm starting to do that more because I have more freedom in, in my new salon. It's set up to be more flexible like that. All right. That there's a lot of value to that. Mm-hmm. And I have to give it to, I've got a number of customers that have been just so committed to coming in every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some puppies I'm starting now that are on every two week schedule. Um, I had an older dog that just had some panic issues. And we, I said, let's all back all the way up and have some visits where there isn't even grooming involved. Right. And mom was just let's let's get them on the calendar. Let's plan that out. And I just I got to hand it to people mm-hmm. because I do understand wanting to just check it off your to do list, right. like getting your own haircut. Right. You know, yeah. it's just it's it's not only not in the dog's best interest, but once we've worked with them, mm-hmm. I was just uh, talking to a client last night who was worried about her dog, and I I tell my clients to always have a bottle of sterile eye wash in their house mm-hmm. and and i realized that's an yet another thing that if we're working with them regularly we've taught them we hold their their little faces steady and still to cut them mm-hmm. something like being able to flush your dog's eye at home mm-hmm. is going to be easier if they've worked with a groomer regularly mm-hmm. they're used to having to you know being held steady and yeah. holding their little face still so there's a bunch of things like that um medication putting medication in the eyes or ears um should your dog ever get hurt and they're they're used to being handled in the certain way that you would right. have to in situations like that. Okay. So it, it promotes that level of safety too. The bottom line here is with grooming a dog and going to the vet is that the dogs have to be desensitized. That it's, it's not a scary thing and to take baby steps and to work on it. Like in my puppy class, I know I've got a scale in my school and one of the, the lessons, if you choose, is to step onto the scale. You, you, uh, the the pups look at that scale. I'm gonna die. I know I'm gonna die. <laughs> you know, and where you throw a couple of treats on the scale, all of a sudden they're up there, and then they're mo- nosing around, and and then we go on to other things, and we come back to the scale. Now the scale's not so scary. Okay, now and then before you know it, by the end of this, you know, hour and a half, well, not that we don't constantly do that, but usually three times. That third time, the pup jumps right up there, it's like. That- I'm here. <laughs> and part of it's that magical age where they're just so accepting of yes. things. And that's the age where we want to start with them if we can. Yeah, yeah. no, that's exactly true. But yeah. now, as far as, well, we got a call. Let's, t- let's take the calls. Hey, remember, guys, you can give a holler here. You don't have, we were, even though we're talking grooming, you don't have to have a question for grooming. You can ask me a question too. 651 641 1071. And who's up to bat, Carly? We're going to talk to Diane. And Diane is actually wondering what is the best brand of clippers for a dog? 
dog. She'll explain a little bit more. All right. Hey, Diane, how you doing? Oh, hi, Katie. Uh, Here I am again. Yay. And I um, am still preparing for my canine companions puppy. Okay. Hasn't come yet, but I know that I want to, I want to be the one to do the nail clipping if I can, to be able to handle the pup and just kind of have that relationship with it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure what a good or any clippers okay so we're not we're not you got to specify here because it's not yes. a clipper to clip the dog body you want the toenail oh, no, 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 clipper no, no, okay. i'm sorry okay no i'm sure she mariah's got something to say about toenail clipping okay, okay. take it away mariah <laughs> thank you mariah yeah hi diane hi. ideally i love it when owners want to clip their own dog's nails because most people don't realize that the nails need to be clipped about twice as often as you would come in for a haircut. So oh. just, you know, you, I, I love it when owners will clip their nails. It's it's the, it's the best situation. Um, we recommend the scissor uh, clippers over the guillotine clippers just simply because you can see what you're doing better. Okay. Um, but but even better than that, if again, if you can acclimate your baby to it, are the dremeling tools where you're grinding the nail back. It's a little that. Yeah. yeah. It's a little loud and there's a little vibration they have to get used to, but it's almost impossible to get them too short. You're not going to accidentally cut them and make them bleed. You can get them shorter and smoother and and most dogs accept it better. The clippers got a little bit of a squeeze and a little bit of a noise and right. the Dremel has that buzz, but it's once you get them through the ah ah, ah it's okay. Yeah, yeah. They settle yeah, in yeah, and, yeah. and then you're never going to accidentally Yeah. So many clients started off grooming their, cutting their dog's nails. We hear it all the time. They say, but then I made one bleed and now yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Or I dog won't let them. I would be the same way. Right. One of the commands for canine companions for independence, because, you know, there's 30. You teach your puppy before your puppy goes on to advanced training. And one of them is, it's not a command. It's to teach them to cradle. So you actually have them on their back, right, with their little head right on your tummy um, or, you know, toward your body. And that Dremel would be wonderful. And I would take your advice, if it makes sense, to just have it run sometime without even using it. Oh, absolutely. And then take take the non-business end. Once they're used to the noise, take the end that isn't the, the Dremel. And just uh-huh. let their run it on their body, like not even don't even try their feet at first, okay. and, sure. and just so their okay. body or set it somewhere they where they can feel the vibration through the floor, and okay. and yeah, that's really a nice gradual, gentle way to introduce it. So, is there a Dremel that you would recommend? Or I mean, I I assume they're not all created equal. Um, I would love you, to give you the model that I use because if we get Carrie, pop that little button on she's there, writing, Carrie. She's writing it down. Hold on, no. She's writing it down. Just hit that red button and, and blurt out the name of the drummel that you use as best. I actually use a, uh, a dog-specific one that's designed for pet owners to use at home. Um, it's not quite as powerful as like a brand name Dremel. And it makes it really tough to make it overheat and start burning toenails and uh, mm. causing pain or catching coat and pulling it out. Oh, that's an interesting, too. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So yeah. I believe mine is like a Conair or a wall. It's just a little okay. rechargeable. It's a little less powerful than a brand name Dremel that you plug into the wall. Okay. okay. Well, that worked for dogs. But perfect for at Conair. home. Perfect. But you said something else, too. Conair or... Um, or a wall, I believe. Wall. 
W what's a, a W W A H L. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Well that okay. now if you get now if you got like a great Dane, those nails are humongous or a Corsa Cano or what you know what I mean? Those are would that Rumble still would that delicate of one would that or would you need something a little bit more powerful? It takes a little more time. A little more time. It takes okay. a little more time, but it, it's doable. Okay. And the the big thing too is that when you're teaching this is not to try to do all nails at one time. Perfect. If you could just mm. do one nail, you know, and then and then go play. Uh, it, it, so that you're not making the dog sit there, because that's the biggest thing for that's, them to hold still and and uh-huh. be able to do that. You know, once they get used to the Dremel, but when you there again, when you can feel the dogs, like okay, I think I've had enough, is to know the sense to stop. Yes, oh, yeah. set them up for okay. success. Set set, oh, set it up so, so you don't Thank have you. a struggle. Very very much. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, good luck with your new puppy. Keep us posted. I sure will. Okay, kid. All right, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Once again, you got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Okay, ready? We're going to do a Would You Rather. This is Carly's favorite, all right? Okay, ready, Carly? Here we go. Be unable to move every time it rains or not be able to stop moving when it snows. We'll be back. Hey, thanks for staying with the KDK9 Show on my talk 1071com In case you're driving and you want to uh, get a hold of uh, Mariah and her great salon and spa for, for dogs, uh, you can uh, go to the podcast uh, on my at my show page, and then you can get all the information. And then you also can you know see it on my page. We put up her Facebook page. And then once again, uh, can, their phone number, say your name of your, uh, um, of your uh, yeah, 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 the, the, the <laughs> I was. I wanted to say school. <laughs> For some reason, I can't get that out. But your grooming. Uh, what is the name of your grooming? Uh, so I am Heartspace Salon and Spa for Dogs. Okay. I'm in Wiper Lake. I am also going to be at the Go Natural Pet Expo. Yes. So, yes. Hi. I'm very excited for that. So. Uh, and then, how can they get a hold of it? Um, uh, I am on number? Facebook, or um, my phone number is six five one six zero zero one five six three. All right. Okay. Now, would you rather be unable to move every time it rains, not or not be able to stop moving when it's snowing, Carly? Um, <laughs> it's this is a hard one for me. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think. Let me see. This is radio, you know. We, I know. I know. I, th- I know. I know. It's <laughs> you guys. If only you could see the wheels are like really turning in my head right now. You know what? I think I would not move the rain one. Okay, the rain. Every time unable, it rains, yeah. Be, be unable to move every time it rains. Yes. Okay, Mariah. What do you think? I'm with Carly. Really? Okay. But okay. Your reasons. Well. We're in Minnesota, and we don't we get more snow. I feel than we do rain. You think so? I feel okay. I mean, okay. Maybe I won't feel that in the next couple of months. Okay, <laughs> but as of now, yes, I see more snow than I do rain. Okay, Mariah. Well, I would rather be immobile than not be able to stop moving, no matter what the circumstances were. So okay. <laughs> However, what about what about you, Carrie? Uh, the rain one. 100%. The rain really? Yeah. You know, to be honest with you, I would take the snow. And a couple of reasons why. Because I got a lot of shoveling to do. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I got a lot of plowing to do. So, I would, I'm would i moving anyway when there's snow. All right? And yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I think I, I'd, take, I'd take the snow one. However, now that Not I'm thinking to, of it, though, I may take the snow. Because then you'd be... Not being able to stop moving when it's snowy. Yeah. Okay. Because then you'd be in really great shape. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it depends. I think you but would. It, yeah, so I don't know. Because you would have okay. to be moving and doing stuff. Well, like I say, it took me I don't know. Hours That's a tough one. That's yeah, why I was is. thinking. I know. It, it is a tough one. Because part of me would say is that the un, un, Can we switch halfway through raining, the year? Then I could sit and watch movies because yes. I'm not moving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. You can catch up on all the movies you missed out on. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, if you if just tuning in, we are talking to Mariah. She's owner of Heart Space Salon and Spa. And now one thing that's great about Mariah is that, and that's how um, I, I was drawn to her, is that, you know, I'm always on a mission when uh, there's uh, uh, no shots. You know, shots are good for a lifetime. And one thing that Mariah does is that she believes that shots are good, you know, where you don't have to, you don't have a list of shots for the client to come in before they can come to you. Because there's are many people now that are stopping the shots, but have no place to go and groom their dogs. Right. I I believe that we are over-vaccinating our pets. Yep, yeah. And so that's why I was drawn to you. And then plus, you're perky, you're a beat. You know, it's not like watching Pace cry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh, there you go. So yeah, so that's why it's, so it's, and you're, you're really into, you know, the skin and coat care it's just not wham bam here give me your dog buzz buzz there you go no that you work with right i love cutting hair but but my primary passion is the skin and coat care okay and and just promoting the general well-being of the pet like the health um Everything. Right. Yeah. Well, did you do it? Like I said, what we just talked about before break was about cleaning, uh, trimming the nails. Everybody wants to get all the nails done at one time. Yeah. And it's like, no, people. That's why there's so many dogs that are phobic. When you touch their paws, you just you get right. hysterical. Right. It's because they had that person that literally sat on their head mm-hmm. saying, we will get this done. When we push them past where they're comfortable, that creates a trauma that they never forget. Yeah. We yeah. always remember the bad things in our life quicker than we remember anything good. If I asked you, like, what's the, what thing made you the happiest in your life? You'd have to go, well, it could have been this, it could have been that. But if I asked you what traumatized you, you could, you could snap to attention immediately. And, but, and that's the same thing. We all remember the negative quicker and faster. It sticks with us than yeah. the, the, the kindness and gentleness. Yeah. But as groomers, there, there has always been a culture. I've been grooming for 24 years. That there was never an option to not get it done. That right. was our job to get it done, uh-huh. and that's a that's something that needs to change. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that change, and it starts with educating our clients and explaining why we're doing what we're doing. But I didn't know any better. I have pushed dogs through. Oh yeah, I've, I've done it because I thought we I had to. We that's my, that was my job. I yep. had to get it done. Um, yep. I don't train now the way I trained. Right you know, now, Katie's canine is thirty nine years old this right. year. I don't train. It's, there's a lot of things that I've tweaked and learned right. over the years. Right. And so when we quit learning and quit growing ourselves, it's time for us to shut the door. Absolutely. You know, the whole thing is there's always Absolutely. something new to learn. You know, no matter what, whether you're grooming dogs, training dogs, you know, raising ants, <laughs> there's always something to learn. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's what makes it fun too. That's what keeps me like inspired yep. and passionate. Is to educate, yep. Is to, to educate not only yeah. yourself but those around you. Absolutely. Another thing I do in my puppy classes, I have these uh, different sizes of inner tubes, and I teach the word in and out. It's a confidence builder because a lot of the the puppies look at these tubes and I'm gonna die. I know I'm gonna die. It's gonna <laughs> eat me up. I'm never coming out of it again. Okay. And so then once they get over, we, we baby steps. You know, you may get the dog halfway to the tube, but not get him in yet. Just don't drag him. It's got to be his idea. Work with him as a team. 
team. Get them in that tube. But then what I tell people now, you, you, the new words is in and out. In a bathtub, out of a bathtub. In a boat, out of a boat. You know, in and out. And so that's why I'm trying to help your business by teaching in and out. Awesome. <laughs> well, and you're also helping by building confidence. Confidence, yes. What I have always said is I always encourage all my clients to see a trainer, but some of them just don't. Yeah. And if they don't, sometimes their experience at the groomer is their only experience with facing something uncomfortable and scary because owners tend to protect them from that. And now they're being guided by a professional through something scary, which once they come through it on the other side, that does build their confidence. They do need practice facing something they thought was scary and realizing that they're safe. Just like us. But sometimes the groomer's the only place they get that. Yeah, yeah, so, that's very true. And, and so that is helpful. Why with my them. puppy classes, I'm geared. Yeah, they need to. You got to familiarize them with the word. You know, walking word, sit down, stay. You know, come. You're familiarized. But the biggest thing for my puppy class is to build the confidence. Yes, absolutely. and that's so we do a lot of stuff that is like getting on the scale, getting off the scale, getting going through a barrel, going on a table and through the ramp, and in and out of a tube. And then we play the what is this game. And so that's the whole thing is to build that confidence and owners. Absolutely. Can help out a lot with this. Absolutely. Okay, we got a caller. Let's go to the phone line. Okay, oh, we wait a have, minute. We, well, we, well, yeah, okay, we'll start. I mean, it. we can start okay, it. We okay, have we'll about start. a minute. We got a minute. Yeah. Talk fast. No, <laughs> just kidding. All right, we're going to okay, go to Susie. Susie. She has a question about amount of hair in dog's ears. There you go. Susie, hair in dog ears. What's your th- thoughts here? Well, go ahead. No, oh, go, no, <laughs> no. What's your question? <laughs> My question is. Um, I've got two little poodles. Katie, you've met us before. And I moved here to Minnesota a couple years ago. I had them groomed in New Mexico. The groomer that I had in New Mexico took every bit of hair out of their ears. The groomer that I have here, I look in their ears and I go, really? It, it, the long hair is out. Some of the hair is out, but not all of the hair. And I don't know what is the protocol. Okay, that's uh, we were going to talk about. That's why when we saw the uh, your your question come up, as Mariah lights up like, "Well, good, we need to talk about this." So there you go, Mariah. Okay, so uh, this is an, a great example of uh, what we used to know versus what we know now. Um, we used to think we needed to get every single hair out of that ear canal to open up the air, so the ear would stay dry, so oh, okay. that to prevent ear infections, right? So then uh, about seven years ago, a canine dermatologist published a very compelling paper um, showing that when we pull ear hair, we're causing microscopic tears to the lining of the ear canal, okay. which gives oh. places for infection to take hold and, and can actually cause an infection. Okay, hold on. We got to come back, okay, folks? Don't hang up, okay? Okay, oh. would you rather fight two chickens, fight 100 chickens, side kangaroo, or one kangaroo the size of a chicken? We'll be back.